0: Welcome to episode 228 of the Digital Tourism Show, sponsored by Tour Panda. In this episode, we have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Cara Zivani of Corporate Traveller, and she will be discussing how you can optimise your tour products and your accommodation products for the Corporate Traveller. One not to be missed. <laughs>
1: Listen. That
0: that? That's right. Thank you for joining. I don't know us. where to put my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I just the back. <laughs> well, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you, really you Chris. Thanks for coming. Well, I'm
1: going to say thank you afterwards. Okay.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah, when I told her she was coming on first, she was like, "You." <laughs> so, um, for anyone who's not familiar with yourself or corporate travel, let's yes, tell us a bit about yourself and what got you into corporate travel. Okay,
1: so I think I'm probably the first guest speaker that you've got that's not actually been in the travel industry for so long. Um, I started four and a half years ago with Corporate Traveller. My sister worked for Flight Centre, so Corporate Traveller, a part of Flight Centre Travel Group. And I kind of saw her having this amazing career with this company that really gave her everything that she was looking for, and I was a bit jealous. But at the time, I... (sighs) This is a bit of a long story. So before (laughs) I started at Corporate Travel, I hadn't even been outside Europe before. Um, So I I didn't have a travel background in any way, shape or form, but I've been doing sales since I was 16, Mm -hmm. which is quite a long time ago. (laughs) And in 2015, (laughs) they changed the business development applications that instead of having a travel background, you could have a sales background instead. So that's what I did. and It's been a bit of a whirlwind since then.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Yes. So, and, and so, so, what excited you about coming into corporate travel, and what was what was it that made you think that's what I want to do?
1: Well, Flight Centre are kind of they're quite renowned for mm-hmm. looking after their staff. Um, I don't know if you're too interested in my sister's career, but she had basically gone from Flight Centre retail. Okay. She got married, moved to London, and then corporate traveller were like, "Well, we want you instead." Mm-hmm. So she moved from an expert travel consultant to account manager. Um, Qualified for global gathering in Macau and Hong Kong and all these kind of places and then moved to marketing and it's quite Unusual I think to have to work for a company that are really interested in your career and kind of look at you for different roles and things Mm -hmm. like that So yeah, that was that was definitely what enticed me and then what's kind of kept me is definitely my clients my clients, the job, and people who I work with as well—it sounds really cheesy, mm-hmm. but we do kind of see each other. That's half the battle. If you enjoy family. what you do, I know yes. it is. It makes it fun. I mean, it's stressful. It's stressful, but knowing that everyone's stressed at the same time, mm-hmm. and it's only for good things. We're growing so fast just now, so. Yeah, it's been.
0: You must be doing well in the company because you haven't. That's what we to you outside. You're, you're the face of their corporate ads and everything else now and everything else. So uh, you're doing all right. Yeah, so you should be happy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <should be> okay. <laughs> no, that was a massive surprise. There's three hundred, I think three hundred and fifty-four of us now um, in the company. So I had, I think you've mm-hmm. obviously got something to do with it as well because I was all of our marketing was all like I would come into a meeting if you can remember four years ago yeah. and I would give you all these brochures and then. We got a new general manager about three years ago, Andy Hegley, and he changed everything and he was like, we need to look at marketing. Cara, why do you love LinkedIn so much? And I was like, well, actually, videos are working best mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. And I kind of grew to <laughs> eat my words because then <coughs> they asked me to, to front all the
0: stuff. Yeah. So no more corporate pens. I've still got a pile of them. I've got loads of corporate there. pens. <laughs> I should have some. <laughs> so, so let's, let's go into the next question in terms of what are you seeing... Um, as a key trends for for the corporate traveller, no. Um, well, what is it that the corporate traveller is looking for, and what's ex- excites them? So, if anyone here is thinking about getting their products into that sort of space.
1: Okay. So you will need to stop me if I waffle. No, on, on you this go. one. Right. Waffle as much as you like. If you had asked me last year, we were getting ready for a business travel show, and everybody i don't know—I have no idea um, if anyone was there or if you had an idea of what went on, but. It was tech daft. Everyone was talking about technology. We'd invested millions of pounds the previous year, 2018, um, into making sure that our technology was the best in the market or maybe not even the best, just on par with your other travel management companies out there. And um, so tech was crazy last year. We got lots lots of new clients with it, but we've basically used the last 12 months to look and see why it's important um, we launched our traveler app sam am um, back in, in february for for corporate traveler and the reason is a work-life balance mm-hmm. so even today i was asking we had one of the directors of the company in the office today in glasgow and i was like why is technology important to you and he was like i am completely disorganized totally disorganized he literally gets on a flight and then gets off and then he has no idea how he's gonna to get to the airport, what his airport is, and then that's all on an app for him. Um, so I think tech is massive, but it, the the reason behind it is more mm-hmm. important to us. So we are not a tech company, we've never said that we're gonna be a tech company, but we are historically offline and it's all about service to us and getting to know people and, and implementation for my role is the biggest part of my role. Mm-hmm. Um, learning about what a business needs, learning about the travel policy, working on the travel policy is is so important Um, and really making sure that the the actual travellers are taken care of. So um, we've seen a massive increase in the last six months of instead of people booking in to your IHGs or your Addison's and things, are using independent hotels Mm -hmm. instead. Um, And the reason for that is... As much as business travel maybe sounds quite glamorous it's, you know mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's awful mm-hmm. it's awful you're mm-hmm. you're away from your house ha- well, but i mean that the nicest way um <laughs> you're away from your family and so if you have to be away from your family you want that to be as comfortable and as quick mm-hmm. as possible and that's not just for us who don't do it as often or as far flung as the the travelers that i've got um, but when you're going to your Hong Kongs or your New Zealand or anything like that, you want it to be really quick, really easy to understand your preferences. Um, and then when you get there, for you not to have to explain things, yeah. for you not to have to explain that you, you want a room away from the lift or you like to have a kettle mm. <laughs> in your room, which sounds daft, <laughs> but there's a lot of places, not the Radisson Ed, um, that, that don't do that. Mm-hmm. They don't have a kettle in their room.
0: That's actually true. I, was, I, mean, I just came back from Madrid, and all they had was an, an espresso machine in the is that place. It? That was it. No it was, water. Oh, no, there was water for it, but there was but there not was like no kettle water or water. so you couldn't make or tea or anything. Like that.
1: Honestly, I've got a list. Yeah. I've got a list. So if you want me to
0: tell me what yeah. to put into yeah. yeah. me? I'll tell you the hotel, so you can. <laughs> so, you <want> the <laughs> so I, I imagine <laughs> sort, of, um, sort of being um, sort of personalising that a lot would be is a big yeah. part of what you guys do, making it really personal for the for that particular travel, yeah. that particular.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, I mean, more and more. Like I go back to the the traveller app, but that's kind of what's kind of pushed us forward to this other stratosphere. Just now is um, we're going to start putting restaurant recommendations on it, and that's only because now that we've launched it to the SME market, people are asking for that. Because I don't know if you're the same, but when I go on business travel, the last thing I want to do is go to somewhere that's got loads of kids because i'll miss lily so much so i'll just be i'll I'll just want to be by myself or Mm -hmm. get room service so it's just listening to the travelers in that sense and making sure that we're if if they're asking their travel consultant that they're getting that um, and then if we can back that up with technology that it's Mm -hmm. there as well but yeah huge increase in independent hotels because of Mm that
0: yeah i I know from the traveling i do if you go to a hotel and in fact, it was the same one in Madrid. It was actually a nice hotel, <laughs> but yeah, but the, there was nothing there to say, well, what you can do nearby, a yep. hotel or, or anything like that, or, or, or places to eat yep. or that type of thing. So, yep. luckily, like my everything was paid for, so I was taken out more, nearly every night. But <laughs> well, um, terrible I don't know for it's you it's But, it's <laughs> but, the, but no, I've been to places before where you're sitting there going, well, where can I go? What, what do you do? do? Yeah. You're, looking, you're scrambling on the crappy internet uh-huh. to try and find out where it is and totally, like
1: that, so. totally. because mm-hmm. <coughs> as much as if I'm saying oh you fly business class to Hong Kong mm-hmm. for example if you're just going by yourself for one meeting it can be we mm-hmm. just don't want people to think that business travel is a rubbish thing to be mm-hmm. doing and you want them to be going there and being fresh and actually doing a really good job of yeah. why they're why they're there because then mm-hmm. they'll make more partners and then mm-hmm. travel more which yeah. is great excellent yeah.
0: So we've got lots of tour operators, uh, accommodation combination of providers here in the room or, or we're watching at home or listening through the, the podcast, but um, what would your advice be for them uh, if they wanted to offer their products for the corporate traveller, um, what should they be thinking about, we should, what the, the sort of items should they be offering, et cetera?
1: Um, well, I can provide, with being Flight Centre, mm-hmm. it's not... A small company, so but I can definitely. I've already had some conversations, and I'm like, I need to find out how mm-hmm. we can help with this because, especially in Scotland, um, it's something that we're asked about quite regularly. But obviously, we need to go through our um, preferred suppliers to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's loads of this. Is my list? If it's hotel chains, um, is trying to be as personal, uh, personable as mm-hmm. possible. Um, we we're talking recently of the the increase in hotel Indigo. Um, and how many people are loving Hotel Indigo and we think was well it's not been confirmed but when you go into Hotel Indigo for example if you go to one in Liverpool you'll be reminded of the, the Cotton Works and, the be- and Beatles and stuff like mm. that and then I went to the Edinburgh one recently and there was <coughs> the Tunnock's Tea Cake and all this kind of stuff yeah. in it and I don't know I, I'm not sure I don't talk for everyone but I definitely know a majority of our clients would like to actually feel like they're in the city not just kind of being mm-hmm. the same as everywhere else. Um, I think understanding that there's a massive difference between leisure travel and business travel, and most people, I think I've only met one out of 50 companies that I've partnered with anyway that actually really enjoyed business travel. Uh, everyone sees it as a mm-hmm. necessity. You have to do it. I mean, you have fun when you're there, but um, just making that as enjoyable yeah. as possible. Um, and yeah, just being... As as personal as possible Mm -hmm. and just making it a little bit easier when they're there Mm -hmm. with home comforts and things. Um, In regards to any, for for tour operators and thing, I think that the the biggest part, uh, the director that I was speaking to earlier, he takes directors away Mm -hmm. and he takes his top clients away and things like that. And he's like, I have have actually no idea how we even find that. But one of the um, times that he did that, it was all through LinkedIn. So I think that, and we were talking about Mm -hmm. that, Glasgow is not on the map when it comes to travel. Um, And it it absolutely should be. Um, And I think that marketing, even if you're in a really, really small company, um, I think marketing, and you know how much I love LinkedIn, is... Mm -hmm so important and the people that you've got to verify you and and, and recommend you as well is mm-hmm. massively important yeah.
0: massively no it's, it's certainly a platform i think is vastly underutilized in the tourism yeah. industry you know especially if you want to do more of the corporate or the btb side of things, yeah. and things like that as well vastly underutilized um so how do you see glasgow's role um in the coming years for corporate travel because obviously if anyone who lives in Glasgow can see there's plenty of hotels and all things getting built nearly every single day pretty much so it's obviously there's, there's a demand there for Absolutely. it, so um, do you think that's just driven by well, obviously we've got the hydro here and gigs and things or do you think it's mostly driven by business or do you think it's a mix or how do you, how well, do you, and and do you see it progressing in the future?
1: It's going to be massive <coughs> I think that, um, we've seen quite a lot of influx of So I I solely deal with Scottish companies, but primarily Glasgow companies. And when I started, most of it was people going out the way. So if they've got an an office in Houston, for example, everyone would go to Houston. But now more and more people are coming in instead. Um, And I think that that's just going to happen Mm -hmm. more and more. Um, Can I say the B word? Yeah. Yeah. So... I've found, and Scotland have found in relation to Corporate Traveller, in relation to our Southern offices, that Scotland seemed to just be a bit ahead with making new trade partners. So, for example, um, our tech clients um, and finance clients as well, more and more are going across for BD meetings in the States. Um, If I can talk about renewables, but not talk about... I would like to talk about Mm -hmm. our renewable industry forever. Um, We were the first... The Glasgow office was the first company, first travel management company, to ask for renewable fares as well. So we've always had our oil and gas and our marine, Mm -hmm. um, which seems crazy that you shouldn't have renewables. So we, because people are finding out about this, that we've got renewable fares we can have access to, we are noticing... How much it's on the map, and I think that they're doing the the offshore wind oh, yeah. Um, yeah. conference today as well, so we should every conference that I go to everyone's talking about Scotland and the renewable market as well, so um I think that that will make a difference obviously today is is a massive thing. I, I was sold out after two mm. weeks or something um so we'll see a massive amount of people coming in for things like that and I think with the, the trade partners as well. So the renewable industries, Taiwan, um, mainly Asia is, is mm-hmm. where they're going. So they're looking outside Europe and they ha- we have been doing that for about, I would say, at least two years that they've been doing that and mm-hmm. more long haul for that. So yeah. I definitely think we'll see more of the business travellers coming mm-hmm. in and then Excellent. And you can deal with them when yeah. they come because <laughs> we will just buy their flight and then get them to the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: perfect.
1: I think it will be a, a, a huge difference that yeah. we'll, we'll no, make. I
0: agree. I think it's going to get a lot busier. Yeah. Um, the, the renewable side of things is certainly huge. And if and People will, will be coming in just to sort of get an idea of how is Scotland is doing it. Yeah. You know, we've seen Portugal now 100% renewable and things like that. So yep. I know Scotland's hopefully going to be that there, 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 there about fairly soon as well. So, yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I went to a. Um, one of our clients is offshore winds consultants, and they did this charity golf event that we um we sponsored down in Surrey. and i, mean, I wasn 't really too sure <laughs> what it was but we went down and there was lots of directors and everyone was just because going as a, a travel partner who sponsored an event, most people you would think would give us a complete wide berth because they would think that they were going to we were going to sell to them but um they were just fascinated that we actually lived in Glasgow, where all of this stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, SSE Renewables, for example, they have got people every single day coming in to be able to pitch to them from all over to be able to do that. So, And the, the uh, Glasgow airport as well is stepping up. They're definitely okay. stepping up. I think they've got, we've got a bit of a rival in Edinburgh, but um, new routes are happening all the time. Mm-hmm. And The airlines that we've got, Logan Air, for example, completely up in their game. Mm-hmm. It's completely night and day from four years ago. do are know doing it.
0: flights down to Cornwall and things like that now. I think yeah, I used to be, be Ryanair or something. I've been down there doing it. Doing yeah. like this, really. I took the
1: one down to <clears> Southend. <throat> that was brilliant. <laughs> then you get your wee tumult sea cake on <laughs> the, the plane as well.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, before I pass it over to the floor, now, I suppose now that you've done a lot bit travelling now with the with the business, what's your favourite place to visit then? <laughs> I Did tell I tell
1: you the story about this? No, no, I, actually, I just thought I'd throw that in, in there. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you the story though. So right. at boot camp there's like thirty of us that join and, and, and most of them are going to our retail side, our leisure side. And then also to, to start as a travel consultant and corporate traveller, you have to have at least five years in the retail side. So I was with absolute travellers and I had been to Gran Canaria. That's <laughs> the only place that I had been. And um, you have to you have to do a presentation and say where your favourite your favourite city in the world yeah. was. So I chose Glasgow. Everyone's like Adelaide and Ollie's. Um, now I would have to say Hanoi, because I've been I've I've been
0: well. far, now.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely out of Europe. Ah. So I love Hanoi. I love I love you. Never now. been. Never been. Oh, you should, You would love it. Yeah. You would absolutely love it. It's, it's just the people and the food. Yeah. People and yeah, the food.
0: Kyo- Kyoto's the... mine so much. it will be. Oh, I need to try yes. Hanoi. We need to put that on my list.
1: Hanoi. Yeah, we flew to uh, Hong Kong and then.
0: Uh-huh across from there so yeah I think we will be on my listening for sure
1: good Good, you should do does (laughs)
0: anyone have any questions for Cara and Jess will run around with if you put your hand up (gasps) yep there are questions (laughs) (laughs) hello
1: Hi, (laughs) Cara. So I'm Sarah-Jane Anderson, Business Mm -hmm. Development Manager for Littles Chauffeur Drive in Glasgow. Um, Just in your talking earlier about the technology and things that um, Corporate Traveller has brought in, so Littles are a company similar in that we're very focused on the kind of personal service that we deliver our clients, and it's so, so important. Um, But at the same time, we're kind of exploring the opportunities that are out there in terms of technology. But just be interesting, how did you find... Did that impact the relationships that you have with your clients? Did it, have? has it been a really positive thing for the company or did you lose the kind of personal touch with them? That's where we're kind of on the fence with it. Yeah, bit. it was it was a, it was a huge thing, Sarah-Jane. It was massive because we've always been offline. We've always said, oh, you get that one person of contact and they'll know your business inside out. So it was a strategic thing because it, for us as a business sense, it's actually much, it's, it's you get lower transaction fees basically for doing your low-cost stuff on um, the online booking tool. So I'd say it was probably just a behavioural change for our current clients and a lot of them we've had for like 10 plus years so that it was a bit of a change there i think internally as well for the travel consultants <laughs> it was a huge thing but for, for us bdms we were like this is amazing like we, we knew it worked we were amadeus is the one um that we get our um technology from so it worked really well with them and we own our own tech company for the sam app as well so that's ours that's flight centers so um it was It was a different pitch, it was a massively different pitch. It's something new to talk about. It was, it was, I think for me, and especially the the older BDMs, can we say that? Um, You were coming up against really brand new tech companies and they're still coming out constantly. And it was, it was really different to be able to change our pitch. But what we did, what our general manager did, is heavily invested in training. So we did two weeks of full-on training in regards to our presentation, not anything to do with the actual tech itself, um, on how we can deliver this with the same passion that we're delivering the, the people side. And we did all of that and oh, six months of everyone testing it and things like that because we did not want it to go out in the market before wasn't <laughs> working. So, yeah, does that answer the question? It was a bit of a mixed bag as the probably the short
2: answer to it.
0: <laughs> Any other questions? Yeah, Kathy.
2: Hello, uh, my name's Cathy. I'm a travel blogger and consultant at Watch Me See. I write about Scotland and help people plan their trips. Um, I have two questions, but I'll start with one. I don't want to hog the mic for too long. I'm quite interested in... So I mostly work with leisure travellers, not with corporate travellers. So I'm wondering. Obviously, you said how hotels and and uh, can can kind of optimise their product or their services towards corporate travellers. I'm wondering how that would maybe apply to more leisure-based activity providers or uh, tour companies, even if it's just walking tours or something like that. Do you feel that there's a A demand for that among business travellers, among corporate travellers, and is there a difference between those I could imagine that only travel up for a meeting or an an overnight stay, or those that go for a conference and maybe spend three, four, five, or a week uh, in in the place?
1: Is there a demand for it? Yes, 100%, 100%. Because what do what what do they do if they're up here for you, you know? What I think about if I go down to London, I'm down for at least three nights. Um, if that was somewhere far flung that I didn't know, or, or my sister didn't live there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a clue what to do. So I definitely think that the demand is there. What would, this is probably going to sound like advice. What what I what I would do if I was in your shoes would be definitely to have someone as an ambassador for you. So what works really well in regards to myself as a business development manager, and the reason that I have had oh, it sounds so corny, but like a lot of success on LinkedIn in regards to new business is that my LinkedIn was pretty much like a vlog. I used to do them maybe like on a Monday and a Wednesday Mm -hmm. or something like that. And it was literally about my day. And if I was down in London, then I would do one and then I would show Big Ben or whatever. And that's the interest in that was massive. I don't have time to do that. Um, So I would think that there is both of them. I think that definitely get in with, with when they're coming up for conferences and so on, because a lot of the businesses that we deal with, they're, they're doing these all the time and, and, and especially Scottish companies we like to take our clients out, especially if you're looking over to Asia um, or the Middle East. It's all about being able to entertain, first of all, before you do any business. So I would definitely think there's a demand to be able to do that. But I think that having something tangible on LinkedIn that someone like a corporate has actually done would be... a a, a game changer oh we
2: could maybe do it can can i I ask a second question um i'm quite interested in also the environmental aspect of frequent traveling of course and maybe you have an opinion on whether that's changing people are flying less people don't want to travel up they want to take the train or do you want to do via skype or or whatever is that is that how does that impact what you do
1: it's my favorite I didn't put that in any of the answers, but it's my favourite subject to be able to talk about. So um, I've gone from literally just talking about how much we'll save people and um, that we'll manage all their travel to to literally every single presentation I do now talking about our corporate social responsibility. more and more companies i can't leave a presentation even if it's with with a company that spends fifty thousand pounds i can't leave a presentation without talking about it so it's the it's it's the whole thing about csr at the moment um we're really lucky that part of flight center globally um uk was the first to be completely carbon neutral and so all of our travel is completely um offset and we use a really cool company in london to be able to do that and they do it for everyone um, in the UK and our clients in turn can be able to do that. Um, I don't think that they're traveling, I don't think that they're flying less long haul. I think it's still necessary for people to get there as quick as possible and unfortunately there's not another alternative to that but I'm a (laughs) can't believe I'm going to say this, I'm a huge fan of the sleeper train, a huge fan and um, it took me a little while to be able to to get my head round, not getting a flight and a hotel and being able to put my daughter to bed and then going and getting a train then waking up in London. But so many more people are doing that. And I, I know um, Rhiannon really well at um, Caledonian Sleeper and I really need her to shout more about it because it's it's a complete game changer for that. I think also in 2019, it was seen that for your London to Glasgow routes, um, more people were taken the train than ever before. So I definitely think maybe for your low cost, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, sorry for, your, for your short haul, um, I think there is a, a, a difference there. Um, internally, what we're doing at Corporate Traveller, we've got like 2,000, just over 2,000 companies that we manage travel for. Um, and as standard, we used to charge for our CO2 report every month. So we've, we've wiped that. And now what we do is we put it on for them <laughs> and then they have to ask us to be able to take it off. Mm-hmm. Um, which, is, which has been a bit of a game changer and if they want to then offset the carbon on on that then, yeah. But it's something I'm super passionate about.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Any further questions? No? Got off lately I think. I did, didn't I? <laughs> Well, I can't thank you enough. Thank you, I thank you for taking the time. Say say, was for it, time. Was it that bad? Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, didn't we put him in a stool? That would yeah. be like
0: poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry. No, I appreciate the time. Thank, and thank you, you so much. Can everyone please give a massive thank you? <laughs> thank you.